Welcome to Healing Your Families. I'm Emily Penrod, and I help you as a parent go from frustration, stress, and overwhelm to calm, confidence, and joy so that you can achieve the quality of family life that you desire. I'm excited to introduce my guest today. I have with me Nancy Muller, and she is a sensei and she's going to talk to us about healing the inner child. Nancy, welcome. Hi, Emily. Thank you so much for having me. I'm hoping you'll explain what a sensei is. Be happy to. And, and, and then tell us how you, about your journey. What led you to this? Okie dokie. Thank you. Well, the term sensei uh, roughly translates to teacher. And it comes from my days as a student, competitor, and teacher in the martial arts. My clients usually refer to me as their sensei because, you know, most of them, when you have that uh, client relationship, you kind of discuss, you know, where do you come from? Why do you do this? And so it's well known. It's all over my website, you know, about my days as a martial artist. And martial arts is really, really impactful for me. It's still part of my life, even though I don't work out in the dojo anymore. I, I just feel like martial arts is, will always be a part of everything that I do. So the reason I think the, to, the best way to start is to start with why martial arts? Why the heck did I go into martial arts? Well, I wanted to study karate from the time I was in the sixth grade. I am, um, uh, I was born in the era of Bruce Lee, you know, and I used to think, man, if I could fight like him, no one would ever lay a hand on me again because my childhood, my upbringing was based on mental abuse, verbal abuse, physical abuse that escalated to sexual abuse by the age of 12. So the people that I most uh, looked to to be protected by were the people I most needed to be protected from. And as a child, you know, you just, you just, think, well, where am I supposed to go? Who is supposed to protect me? And I'm sure you're going to get into this, Emily, but um, this is why my work that I do is so passionate for me, because everything we believe to be true as adults, everything, everything you believe is based on something you learned or intuited from childhood, from the ages of, ages of birth to about eight to 12 years of age. So there we go. Wow. I, I love that. This, to me, that's a story of overcoming. <laughs> and, and I love the way you took something horrible that happened to you as a child and used it to become strong, you used it as a stepping stone. Well, one of the reasons that I am so excited about my book, Healing the Child Within, and I published that, uh, I think that was 2015. That was my second book. Because about that time when I wrote that book, I had gotten, into gotten back into touch with my mother. We had been pretty much estranged in our life. And I asked her, I said, Mom, I think I know what this next book is going to be. Um, I think it should be about, you know, healing your inner child. And then I asked her if she would be willing to share some of her story in, um, in the book. And 
it, it was funny because, you know, I've been doing this for 24 years. I think I uh, mentioned to you, Emily, that this is my 24th anniversary of doing this work. And um, so I, we were Skyping so I could see her face. And um, I said, mom, you know, would you like to be part of this book? Would you like to share your story? And she goes, no, absolutely not. No. And then I saw her go, and then she leaned in and she goes, yes, yes, I will. If you can do it, I can do it. What do you want me to do? So the beauty of this book is about me sharing a little bit about my childhood at the beginning of the book. Then we talk about my mom's story and you're able to see, oh, this is what Nancy's childhood was like, but this is why her mother parented the way she did because the whole premise of this is to help people understand that if you're an adult and you are still blaming your parents on any level for where you are in your life right now, then you have an opportunity for some healing. And it's all about healing that inner child because our child self, you know, comes with us into adult life and we hold on to these beliefs so strongly. And if we believe that we're not good enough, smart enough, fast enough, educated enough, we have imposter syndrome, whatever it is that we're holding on to, whatever belief, we have an, we have an opportunity to master those beliefs. Because a belief is just a thought that you think over and over and over and over again. And when you think that thought over and over and over again, you have feelings and emotions attached to those beliefs and those thoughts. And those feelings are the vibration that you're putting out into the universe and whatever you're sending out into the universe, universal law says that's what the universe is going to send back to you. When I learned all of this and pretty much, actually, I, I like to say that um, that journey started in martial arts, but I have to say it goes back even farther to the seventies. I was a really big fan of the TV show Kung Fu. And I really enjoyed the philosophy part of it. That's what I really glommed on to. So, um, yeah, I've been doing this work for quite a long time. You have hit on several points I want to reemphasize. First, there's the generational abuse that quite yep. often, and what I love and I think is so exciting is you stopped that cycle. And, and anyone at any point can stop that cycle. They don't have to treat their children the way they were treated if they had an abusive childhood. I love that, that you did that. And then you also spoke about when you are able to let go of blaming yourselves, bl excuse me, blaming your parents, you know, that that's kind of, and that victim mentality, I know exactly what you mean. It's almost like they have the word on a sign around their neck and and they invite being, you know, treated as a victim. Not, not that it's ever right, but that mentality there, you know, what you focus on expands. If that's what we're looking for is, that's what we'll find is more. Exactly. And the thing is, it's not about, um, it's, it's about what we feel. Everything is about how you feel. Your feelings are driving the bus of your life. So wherever your life is going, your feelings are in charge. They're driving. And the thing is, is if your feelings are about uh, on the negative side of the scale, uh, abuse, um, 
guilt, stress, whatever those negative feelings are, you will attract experiences into your life to continue feeling that. And I'm going to use this in air quotes. So then being abused feels right. And being not abused feels wrong. And there is no right or wrong. It's simply how we feel and how we've come to believe about it. But it also feeds into your self-worth and what you believe to be that, that life is all about. And well, this was the um, this was the cards that life dealt me. And I guess I just have to play it out. And and it it's not true. But most people weren't taught this. So when you have the opportunity to heal your inner child, should you decide to step in and take a look at that? It's so powerful because people will be amazed at the inner strength that they have. It's so, so powerful to step back and go, oh, you mean I'm creating this? And if I am, then can I create something different? And when you learn the answer is yes to both, the sky's the limit. It's so empowering. I absolutely love it. Now let's make sure when you talk about the inner child, I know the first time I heard that phrase, I wasn't quite sure what that meant. Can you kind of talk about that? And, and you've, you mentioned this is the second book you wrote. So yes. I'm kind of I, I, like getting off topic for a second, but tell, what was the first one? I'm just curious. The first book that I wrote um, is titled Chocolate or Vanilla, Life is All About Choices. Second book is Healing the Child Within, Life is All About Choices. And then the third book was um, Divorce, because letting go does not mean giving up. And I'm working on my fourth book now about karmic journeys. Wow. All right. I Thank you for sharing that. And sure. you have a lot of content. So when you say healing the inner child... And everyone, I know everyone has an inner child. It's the way we were when we were born, right? It's the well, innocent, open child. Actually, the inner child is, it's when you're born, you, you go from spirit, spirit form to human form. Your spiritual self is now experiencing life in human form. And as you grow and you when you come into this world, when we incarnate, we know that we are from pure love and light. We know nothing but love and light. That's who we are. We have no doubt. But from the age of birth, the minute we're born, our parents or caregivers or whoever we are around the most, they start to teach us. We'll just say teach. They start to teach us. And they teach us based on how they were taught. Don't touch this. Candy is good. Um, you know, sugar is bad for you. We come from a family of overweight people. There's nothing you can do about it. Um, you're never going to amount to anything. We live over here. The, you know, we're the have nots and only the haves can have that. So they teach us based on how they were taught to believe. And so it's basically like we have this ceiling, you know, and you say, okay, well, I can go this far. And then you've got these people around you saying, that's okay. You don't want to go very any farther because it's impossible. You just can't do that. And what's interesting is 
the first thing most people learn when they start to do inner work is that the people who are going to be your biggest saboteurs are often from uh, family and close friends. And it's not necessarily because they're out to get you. It's simply because they've known you since for however long they've known you. And so they believe that they know who you are. So when you start to shift your perception, change your ways of doing things or how you look at things, now they step back and they're like, well, who do you think you are? What the heck? And it's not necessarily that they're judging you because what's really happening is they're judging themselves. Because see, if you're changing, that means they have to look at something and go, well, if this is no longer true based on how our relationship was, then where does that leave me? And this is where a lot of relationships have challenges because um, especially in uh, marriages or um, loving relationships, that kind of thing, dating, whatever, you know, you think, oh, I, I, I've met this Mr. Right or Mrs. Right. And now I can feel fulfilled. Now everything's going to fill me up. But sooner or later, if each person isn't working on their own inner work, if each person isn't doesn't have a daily practice of how they can be their best self and know themselves, then what they do is they rely on that other person. And they're like, well, I was counting on you to X, Y, or Z. And then we feel let down. And then when we feel let down, then we blame that other person. And of course, that's habit. That's what we learn in childhood. So that's what I mean by the inner child, because our inner child, even though we're adult now, we all have an inner child within us, you know, that little boy or girl who has those memories of happy times in childhood or sad times or violent times. Um, I know for me, I learned to be very, very hyper vigilant as a child, um, constantly not knowing where something was going to come from. What was I going to do next that was going to piss off my parents <laughs> and cause punishment? and how bad was the punishment going to be? So, and I'm the oldest of five. And so it was um, a lot of, okay, I have to put myself out and take care of these people, you know, my siblings and do this. So these are, these are the beliefs that we create for ourselves and we bring them with us into our adult lives. So it's, it's not about, you know, I hear a lot of people ask that question. If you could go back and talk to your child self, what would you say? And here's the thing. I kind of like just nix that all out because if you could go back and talk to your child self, let me tell you, if I could go back and talk to my child self, my child self would be like, what the heck are you talking about? No, because you're not ready until you're ready. So you can't go back and like give them the keys to the kingdom if they're not ready to have the keys to the kingdom or that they even know the kingdom exists. And so many people are thinking, oh man, if I had only known this. And, and so we stay in that negativity of, I should have known better. I, I, I should have figured this out sooner. I should have. And we spend too much time shooting all over ourselves when learning to be in the moment is what is so powerful. That, and that, I love what you just pointed out, that we're not ready until we're ready. And it does no good nope. to wonder what if we just move forward. Yep. I love that example. And I also love the fact it sounds like you not only healed your inner child, you healed your relationship with your mother. 
Oh, absolutely. It was so interesting because um, my mother and I were very estranged. I got married at 17 and um, we were very estranged. And I, she lives in Ohio. I live in California. And so when my, um, when my husband at the time said he wanted a divorce, I was like, uh, okay. So I had been married for 32 years. And then my mom called me one day and because our relationship was so estranged, you know, it's one of those things I'm sure we've all been there. Like you see your number pop up on the phone and you're like, Oh my God. And so I'm thinking, especially with what I was going through in my divorce. And I thought, I just don't need this right now. But the gist of the conversation was, um, she said, is it true what I hear that you're getting a divorce? And I said, yes, yes, it's true. And she said, Nancy, please let me be there for you. I've never been there for you your whole life, but you're going to need someone. And I'd like to be there for you. Wow. Well, I didn't know what that meant because remember, you're not ready until you're ready. So someone can give you the keys to the kingdom, but if you're not ready, because myself what was saying, I'm saying self in parentheses there. I'm like, what does that mean? You know, because I've never had that from you. So what the heck does that even mean? And at first, you know, she just called me every day. How are you doing? And she really didn't want to talk because that was not the nature of our relationship. She just wanted to hear my voice and I, she wanted to hear, I'm fine. I'm good. Everything's fine. And it kind of went on like that. But she started learning how to get on social media. She um, started following me on social media. She started paying attention to the messages that I was sharing. And then one day she said to me, you know, Nancy, I'm watching what you're doing with these other women. And I'm wondering if what you're teaching them would also work for you and me. What do you think? And I said, well, you know, it's not like I took her on as a client or anything. It's just simply um, oh, being open to having her ask questions and watching where her resistance came up. But of course, by that time, I was in a space when her resistance did come up, my child self didn't was no longer reacting to it. You know, I was no longer fearful of the physical abuse or the um, verbal abuse. And so I could be in the space of teacher and daughter rather than um, that child who was afraid of being reprimanded or something. So, um, and then one of one time my mom and I were having a conversation and she said to me, you know, Nancy, when you were growing up, I had no idea you were so brilliant, so talented. She said, you used to say things that used to scare the hell out of me and I didn't know what to do. And I tried beating it out of you. I tried ignoring you. I just tried staying away from you. And she said, and here you are, look at what you're doing. So you see, the thing is, it's not about me. It's about her fears and what her journey is about. And that is the way it is for everyone. It doesn't matter if it's you and your child, you and your spouse, you and your significant other, you and your teacher, you and your boss, whatever it is, you and that angry cashier at the grocery store, it's not about the other person because we're all here going through our own personal karmic journey. 
And when we learn who we are and we're able to practice that self-love day in and day out on a daily basis, well, nothing someone else says to us then is going to have that, that weight that we once gave it. We have that resilience, that yes. confidence that, yeah, just, okay. Now you, you mentioned the feelings, how our feelings drive us. And I've always felt that our thoughts contribute to our feelings. And so we, I like to think of starting with the thoughts. If we have, we start to recognize I'm having the thought that I'm not good enough. And we change that thought right then that that will in turn change the feelings. What, what has been your experience with that? Well, the thing is, is like, if you, let's just take a thought of, um, I'm not good enough. Let's just say that. And if you find yourself thinking, well, I'm not good enough, but then someone teaches you, okay, as soon as you realize that you're thinking, I'm not good enough, you need to change that thought to something else. Well, you're not really doing yourself a favor because what's happening is you're not dealing with the feeling. Mm. And the thought has weight to it. You know, everything is energy. So the thought is either very light or very heavy. And depending on the weight of the thought, your feelings, how you feel about what you're thinking, that's where you're attracting everything that you're attracting. So if you're able to think that thought, well, I'm not good enough. And then you pay attention. Well, oh gosh, I just realized I said that. How does that make me feel? and pay attention to the feelings that are attached to that because that's part of our karmic journey. We all came here to feel our feelings. Mm -hmm. Yes, and, and I love that. Emotions actually are beneficial. We can learn from them, right? Absolutely. But it's those feelings that you're holding on to. Um, and I, I'll use myself as an example. So growing up, you know, constantly um, being so very afraid of being punished and that feeling of being punished. So even when something really awesome happens, you have that thought of, okay, when is the other shoe going to drop? You know, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's good for right now, but Trust it. because it's very difficult for us to absolutely 100% believe, oh, this is awesome. I love how I feel right now. This is great. And I don't have to go back to that negative feeling. And because I don't have to go back to that, I also don't have to attract negative experiences into my life. But that is very difficult because most of us were raised to believe that life has to be hard. Money's hard to come by. Um, you know, your health is what it is. It's all genetics. And we have these, we have so many beliefs that we're taught. And then, of course, based on the religious dogma that we're raised in, that plays into it as well. A lot of people don't realize that they see God the same that they see their parents. They have that same um, thought process. Uh, my parents punished, God punishes. My parents judge, God judges. And it's very interesting because when you stop to think about it, we come from love and light. Everything is love and light. God, creativity, the universe is 100% love and light. So why would there ever be any judgment there? Yeah. That is a learned behavior. Yes. And you mentioned, I, I want to just going back to that, the thought I'm not good enough and then examining 
Am I feeling that because there's something there's improvement that is needed? There's some things I need to change about myself. Or am I feeling that because I'm comparing myself to someone else and it really isn't realistic to do that? Is that yeah, you know, it's by funny. learning from it? We're always comparing ourselves to the Joneses. Uh, you know, do you ever step back and go, who the heck are those Joneses anyway? Who made those up? You know, who, who are they comparing themselves to? Yeah, where do those people come from? What the heck? Why are they the be all end all? It, it's exactly right, Emily, because when you're saying, oh, I find myself judging myself, we are our harshest critic. We are so verbally abusive to ourselves, whether we say it out loud or whether we think it over and over and over. We, no one is more vicious towards us than we are towards ourselves. That's true. That's true. All right. We just have about five minutes left and I want to make sure you have time to explain how you help people. You've been doing this for 24 years. Is there a process? Is it a coaching? Tell us about how you heal the child within. There is actually. Um, well, I don't work with anyone who hasn't already had like a one hour session with me. I do offer a one hour session. It's uh, very affordable. And um, because that allows both of us to see where this person is on their journey. And the thing is, is a lot of people can say, oh, I'm ready. I want to help. I want to change. I want to whatever. But the thing is, is anything that you try to change is going to meet up with resistance. So it's just, it's just a basis of um, determining where you are on the resistance scale. And once someone has had that hour session with me and they decide, yeah, this is right, it's a good fit, then I work with them uh, at an, in 12 session increments. Because as I said, I've been doing this for 24 years and I find that 12 sessions is about that, that sweet spot of this is when they really grab it and then can move forward with their life. And it's not about... Um, we're going to change X, Y, or Z. It's simply about if you want to continue expanding in who you are and you want to stop the struggle and because you finally understand that anything you're struggling with, it's because of a story that you've been telling yourself over and over and over. And when you're ready to go beyond the story, it's time to master your beliefs and heal your inner child. I love it. And my firm belief is that any parent needs to go through this process. You know, you, when you become a better person, you become a better parent. And just, you know, you, that generational, if you want to break that cycle, heal yourself, heal your inner child, and you'll be much in a much better position to be the kind of parent you want to be and to give your children the nurturing. Well, again, it's whether or not they're ready because, um, you know, and we all get to that dark night of our soul. We all get to that point where we hit rock bottom. So it's just about what happens when we hit rock bottom. And when we get there and we say, okay, I'm ready. I'm, I'm done with this. I'm, I am done hitting rock bottom over and over and over again. So I want to make some changes. You just brought up a very valid point. So we really couldn't require this before someone can get a marriage license or anything like that or become, nope. you know, it needs to be. So 
and you mentioned that dark bottom so you know that you're ready when you feel that something has to change yeah for me it was just one day i was crying uncontrollably i remember falling to my knees on the bedroom floor and crying to my husband and saying i don't know what's wrong with me i think i'm losing my mind i just don't i i just i don't i don't know what's wrong i was having vicious violent nightmares that would put stephen king to shame and i i really literally thought i was losing my mind when actually it was uh, the opposite i was freeing my mind and coming to the point where you were then ready to begin this healing yes because the only it. way out is through yes yes so how do people contact you what's the best way for people to learn more about you the best way is to visit my website at masteringyourbeliefs.com there's a, you can get the free download you can download the um, audio e-course um, whatever it is if you want to have a one-hour session it's there it's there if you're ready masteringyourbeliefs.com dot com masteringyourbeliefs.com and your show they could also watch your show live or past episodes and are you on you're on channel one yep i'm also on youtube so there's a lot of information i have on my youtube channel as well okay and what's the name of your youtube channel uh life nancy muller life sensei nancy muller life sensei so youtube your show it's on thursdays at 11 a.m pacific 11 a.m pacific time awesome i'm here wherever somebody's ready to reach out i'm available all right and i i love that i love connecting with people who have the expertise to help families heal especially parents we <laughs> You know, we want to break that cycle of abuse. We want to heal ourselves, become the best that we can be, and be the best parents that we can be. Be the best us that we can be. Absolutely. Be the best us. Absolutely. All right. Nancy, thank you so much for joining us. And I want to thank our viewers. Thank you for joining us. Come join us again next week at the same time. And my guest next week will be Susan Burdick. And she also has tools and methodology for healing using light touch therapy. And I, I love, you know, we've talked about abuse earlier this month. And now I love talking about the healing, most important part. So until then, love yourself, love your families. We're making the world a better place by strengthening families. And this is Emily Penrod at HealingYourFamilies.com.